Gemara on Daf Tes. We are holding where it says Naisa. The first word in the line is Lismai. It's about ten lines into the thick into the top. Naisa Shabbat The Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said. The Mishnah said a story. What was the story in the Mishnah that the children of Rabbi Gamliel came after a, after from a base of Mishnah from a meal, and the question was whether they can say Kriyashma after Chatzais. So Rabbi Gamliel told them that you can say Kriyashma until Alaisa Shacha. That's basically the story. Frag the Gemara. Va'ad hashte now until now. Children did not know the opinion of their father that you're allowed to say Krishna until Amuda Shacha. What was the question? And for the Gemara, this is what Rabbi Gamliel's children question was to Rabbi Gamliel. The Rabbanon are arguing on you, right? They, they, they knew that the Rabbanon had a different opinion. They said you could only say until Chatzais. And the Yachid Verabim, Karabim. The rule always is that when you have a, a minority opinion and you have the majority opinion, so you pass them like the Rabbim. So therefore, maybe we have to follow the opinion of the Rabbanon, regardless of what our father's opinion is, and we can't say Kriyashma past Chatzais. Aydilmo, perhaps, Rabbanon kevaseich sviruluhu. Maybe the Rabbanon agreed to you that Minatayri, you could say Kriyashma until the morning, until Amudashach. Vahai, the Kaomri at Chatzais, and the only reason Chachamim said that you could say it only until Chatzais, to keep a person away from an Aveda of forgetting to say Kriyashma. That was their question. They wanted to understand the opinion of the Rabbanon. Amalahu, Rabbi Gamliel answered his children, Rabbanon kevasis viruluhu. The basis of the opinion of the Rabbanon is like my opinion, that you could say it until the morning. And therefore you're obligated to say Kriyashma. They only said Chatzais is to keep a person away from an Aveda. So that was the discussion between Rabbi Gamliel and his children. So based on this, the Gemara will now explain the next part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah continues. The Mishnah continues and says, "This is not the only case that Chachamim said that you could say you could do only until Chatzais, but there are other cases, as the Mishnah brings." So the Gemara asks the question: This is Rabbi Gamliel speaking. Did Rabbi Gamliel himself say here regarding Kriyashma that you could only say it until Chatzais? The Ketani Veloi Zubovad Amru? That he says that this is not the only case that you could do until Chatzais. There are other cases as well. According to Rabbi Gamliel, Kriyashma could be said until the morning. So what's the Pshat of Veloi Zubovad? So the Gemara answers based on what we just learned before. Hachi Ka'amalu Rabbi Gamliel Lubane. This is what Rabbi Gamliel told his children. Even according to the Rabbanon, he's speaking according to the opinion of the Rabbanon. Because as we said, that's what the whole conversation was about. Even according to the opinion of the Rabbanon, that say, the Kaomri at Chatzois, that you could say Kriyashma only until Chatzois, mitzvah sach yala modashachar. The mitzvah menateire is until amodashachar. Vahai the Kaomri at Chatzois, kadela as we said, so this is not only the mitzvah of Kriyashma, but there are other mitzvahs as well this way. Okay. Now the Gemara goes to the next section of the Mishnah. The Gemara brought an example of burning the fats and the pieces of the carbon on the Mizbeach all night. And then it brings the, the din of eating the carbon all night. So the Gemara says that the mitzvah really is it can be done all night. 
Help, help him out. There's, there's a place right over here, Rabbi Tabra, if you want to come sit over here. He's not going to take this chair off. Hector Chalom Veivodim. So the Gemara is Medayik. Ve'ilu Achilas Psachim Loiketani. The Mishnah does not bring an example of the carbon Pesach, that the carbon Pesach can be eaten also the entire night, and then there's exaited that it should be done only until Chatzais. That's not brought it as an example over here. So the Gemara asks a question from another Braise that discusses the same topic, and over there it does bring eating the carbon Pesach as an example. Kriya Shema Arvis, saying the Kriya Shema at night time, and saying Halal the first night of, the, of Pesach, Pesach, and eating the carbon Pesach. The mitzvah of these things could be done until Amudah Shachar. Right? But we, uh, yeah, till here, that's, that's what it says here. So these are examples of things that the mitzvah menatayra is that it, until Amudah Shachar. So in this b'raise, it includes, it brings the example of carbon Pesach and also the halal of Pesach. But in our mission, it doesn't. What's the pshat? Amarav Yosef, loy kashya. There's no question from what the b'raise says to what our mission says. Ha Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and Ha Rabbi Kiva. This is going. This is two different opinions. Our mission is going to be Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and the Brais is Rabbi Kiva. The Tanya we learned in a different Brais, and here the Gemara is going to go through a discussion regarding carbon Pesach. You should eat the basar of the Pesach this night. That's the words that it says. So what exactly is the zman of Hazeh? We learn Here it says and it also says later on which is the pasuk that talks about makis b'chayres. Just like over there, refers to chatzais. So to hear the eating of the carbon pesach is only until chatzais. That's Rabbi Benazari's opinion. Regarding the carbon Pesach, it says that you should eat it in a, in a hurry. So what, what does Rabbi Kiva say? What does this mean? You can eat the carbon Pesach until the time, which is the morning, when the Eden were rushing to get out of Mitzrayim. So you can eat it until until the morning. So according to Rabbi Kiva, why is the Pesach saying Balayla? So Balayla is teaching me something else. I would think the carbon Pesach is similar to other carbonas, that you could eat it during the day, right after you bring the carbon, any carbon, right after you bring it, you could begin eating it at the daytime, when, you, when the carbon was brought. So here the Pesach says, the carbon Pesach may not be eaten by day on Erev Pesach, but you eat it at night. You eat it at night and not by day. So this is the argument of Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and Rabbi Kiva, which are the two opinions of our Mishnah and the Braisa. So now the Gemara will go into greater detail to explain the source of their Machlaikas. It's well understood according to Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. He clearly brings a Gzayda Shove that teaches me that it can be eaten only to Chatzais. So it's We understand what that word Hazeh is doing there, because it's that word Hazeh that makes the Gzayda Shava. Balayla Azeh, Balayla Azeh. El Rabakive, but according to Rabakive, Hai Azeh, Mayavetle. Azeh seems to be an extra word. What's it doing here? Enfete Gemara, Lemuti Layla Acher, Hudasa. It's coming to be Mimayit another night. But which other night? 
I would have thought to say, Since Pesach is in the category of Kochim Kalim, Ushlomim Kochim Kalim, Makarb Mishlomim is also in that category. Just as we see regarding the Shlomim, that the, the time to eat it extends longer. You could eat it for two days and a night, the day that the carbon was brought, and the next day, right, and the night in between. Af Pesach, so so to Pesach should also similarly have a longer time that you can eat it. Nachal Shtelelois, you could eat the carbon Pesach for two nights, and the Gemara explains, Bemokim Beis Yomim, instead of two days. You can't eat the carbon Pesach two days, because we establish you can't eat it by day, the day that you brought the carbon. Right? So you could only eat it the next day, and you could eat the two nights, the night after the carbon was brought, and the following night. And the carbon Pesach should have the length of time similar to a carbon Shlomim to eat it for two nights and one day. That's what I would think. So the Pasik says, clarifying that it could only be eaten on this night following when the carbon was brought and not the, 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 the night afterwards. That's the word of Hazer. But Rabbi ben Azariah, how would Rabbi ben Azariah know this detail that it's only the, the night following when the carbon was brought and not the, not the night afterwards? The Pasuk clearly says, you may not leave over from the carbon Pesach till the morning. So we know it's only that night and not, not the following night. You may not leave over till the morning. Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Kiva, why can't we learn it out from that pretty clear Pasuk? And for the Gemara. If I would learn it from Lesesiru at Baiker, have a minute, my Baiker, Baiker Shaini. Baiker could also be maybe it's the next morning. Maybe it's not the following morning. Maybe it also refers to the next morning following the next night. So it's still not clear enough that it's uh, that night. Rabbi Laza responds to that. No, that wouldn't be uh, a problem. Call Baiker, Baiker Ishinu. When the Taylor writes Baiker, it refers to that next morning following that night, not, not the following morning following the next night. So that doesn't have to be clarified. So we now understand what is the source of Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and Rabbi Kiva's argument over here, the source of the Psukim. So of course uh, we um, paskin like Rabbi Kiva, but still our minig is to be mahader, to eat uh, the Afikaim, and even today by Chatzais, following Rabbi Loza ben Azariah's opinion, at least on the first night. Our minig is at least the first night of Pesach, we eat Afikaim by Chatzais, to follow Rabbi Loza ben Azariah's opinion. Yeah, you can, if you, could, if you didn't make it by Chatzais. But we're mahader to eat it by Chatzais, like Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. The argument of Rabbi Loza ben Azariah and Rabbi Kiva here is similar. There's the same two opinions of other two Tanoyim. The Tanya says in Abrai as follows. Shom tizbach as ha-posach. And then the Posach describes as follows. Be'erev kivoy ha-shemesh so there are three different time periods that the Pasuk tells me here. It says Be'erev, and then it says Kiboy HaShemesh, and then it says What's the Pshat in this Pasuk? So here there's an argument again. Rabbi says Be'erev When it says Be'erev, it refers to the time when you shech the Korban Pesach. So over here Be'erev does not mean night, does not mean evening. Be'erev means Be'nar Bayim, when the sun starts going down towards night. That's the time to shecht. And then a kuboya shemesh, when the sun comes down and it's night, that's the time when you can eat the carbon. 
the time when Yidin left Mitzrayim, which is the morning when Yidin were leaving Mitzrayim, they prepared to leave Mitzrayim in the morning, and they actually left at Chatzais, at the Seirif. That's when, you, that's when you'll have to burn anything that was left over. That's the first opinion. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, Be'erev yeah. Be'erev means that you shech the carbon for when the sun begins going towards night from after Chatzais, Bein Arbayim. When the sun is down, when it's night, that's the time you can eat it. And But then Rabbi Yeshua adds, Until when could you continue eating? You could continue eating until the time when you left Mitzrayim, which is the morning. So Rabbi Yeshua adds that detail that you could eat until the morning. So the fact that Rabbi, Loza, that Rabbi Leza did not add that, shows that he holds that you can't eat until the morning. So the assumption of the Gemara is, the Pshat of the Gemara is, so what's the difference between Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Lazar? Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi Yezer holds you could only eat till Chatzais. Like Rabbi Lazar and Azariah's opinion. That's the difference between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shua, which is, so therefore these two Tanoim are arguing like the same with the previous two Tanoim. Amar Hakoyal Maidim, everybody agrees. When the Yidin were redeemed from Mitzrayim, the redemption really took place at night, by the time of Makis Pachiris. There's a Pasuk that says, Nighttime. That's really when the redemption happened. But when, the Yidin, when did the Yidin actually leave Mitzrayim? They actually left by day at Chatzais the next day. The next day, following the day they brought the carbon Pesach, that's when the Eden left Mitzrayim. What's the argument here between Rabbi Yosef ben Azariah and Rabbi Kivis? Here the Gemara gives another source, another pshat in the, in the, in the basis of their machlaikis. Al shas chipozen. How to touch the word chipozen? What is this? Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva's uh, source was the word chipozayin. But now the Gemara says the word chipozayin, which means the rushing, the haste to leave Mitzrayim, that could be interpreted in two ways. Rabbi Loza ben my chipozayin, chipozayin the Mitzrayim. Chipozayin refers to the Mitzrayim. As soon as Makas Bechayris happened, the Mitzrayim came and were rushing the Eden to leave Mitzrayim. So according to him, chipozayin refers to chatzais. Rabbi Kiva Savar, Rabbi Kiva says, my chipozayin, chipozayin the Yisrael. Chipazim refers to the Yidin that were rushing to leave Mitzrayim, which was only the next morning. Yidin did not want to leave at Chatzais. It was the next morning that the Yidin prepared and were rushing to, to leave Mitzrayim. Tanya Namayachi, we learned a similar thing in Abraisa. The Yidin went out of Mitzrayim at night. Did they leave at night? They didn't leave in the middle of the night. Ela, Melamid, we learn from here, the Gula begins at night when they got the permission and were being rushed to leave, but they didn't actually leave until the next day. So since we're talking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the Gemara brings here another Indian that it said there regarding Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The Pasuk there says, the Ebesha tells Moshe Rabbeinu, speak to the Eden, and the Yishalo Ishmeisre'eyu, that the, the Moshe Rabbeinu should ask the Eden that they should go and borrow uh, expensive possessions and all kinds of things, the gold and silver from the Mitzrayim. Omri de Bakasha. The Pasuk used the term no, that the Ebesha is telling Moshe Rabbeinu that he should, he, should, he should beg Eden, he should ask them that they should do this. Amalek Kaddish Baruch Hu Lameisha. 
I request of you, go tell Yidin and ask them, I ask of you, borrow from the Mitzrayim, their, their silver dishes, their gold dishes. Why was this so important that you have to request this from the Yidin and beg from the Yidin to do this? So the Tzadik, which is Avram Avinu, should not say, Vavodum, chair over there, there's a modest over there. Vavodum Vinu Oisam Kiyem Behem, that the Abishta fulfilled what he uh, had said in Brisbane Absodim, that the Eden will be in, in a nation where they will have to be there as, as uh, slaves and be afflicted there, that was fulfilled. But But then that Eden should leave with, uh, with all the possessions and the riches of the Mitzrayim, that wasn't fulfilled. That's why the Abishta has to beg Eden to fulfill this. So, in other words, the Pshat of the Rebbe in the points out the Pshat in this Gemara. There's a very long Sikha about this Indian and a Sikha in Chelech of Falaf, in Pashas Shmois, where the Rebbe teaches a Pshat of detail over here in this Gemara that Mitzad Debeshter himself, Debeshter has to fulfill his promise. If Debeshter gives a promise, Debeshter has to fulfill it. It's not only because Avram Avinu will have tainus because he didn't fulfill it. It's a promise Debeshter fulfills. But it's Mitzad Yidin. Yidin, as we'll see in a moment, the Yidin are not interested in this. They want to leave Mitzrayim. So Mitzad Yidin, to motivate the Yidin, we're telling them, do this so that your great-great-grandfather shouldn't have tainus that this part of the promise was not fulfilled. That's uh, the only reason why the Gemara uses this Lashon. It's not saying this Mitzad Ebeshter himself. You can look in the Sikha there, the Rebbe then has another Pshat, a deeper Pshat. Okay. Zok the Gemara Vaita. Omer Uloi, the Yidin responded to Moshe Rabbeinu, Olavai Shenetzu Batzmeinu. Halavai that we could leave from Mitzrayim on our own, without any of the riches of the Mitzrayim. For example, a person which is in a prison, and then people come to this person and say to him, Tomorrow, we're going to take you out of prison. And we're going to give you a lot, lots of money. This person responds to them, I beg you, take me out today. I don't need any of your money. Tomorrow, you tell a person, tomorrow I'm going to take you out of prison. Or tomorrow, or tomorrow could be, take me out of prison today, I don't need any of your money. So they even were not interested, they weren't thinking about the, uh, the money that they would get. Yeah, the Rebbe says an interesting thing based on this Gemara, when he gave the Sefer Sa'imah, that the Eden were told the Besura, that they're going to get Matan Teireh, uh, while they were still in Mitzrayim. But yet, they didn't start counting Sefer Sa'imah only after they left Mitzrayim. So the reason is based on this Gemara. Because when they're still in Mitzrayim, even though they were told of this great gift of Teireh they're going to receive, while they're in Mitzrayim, their, their mind is preoccupied about getting out of Mitzrayim. Only after they leave Mitzrayim, and then they're out, then the Chukya to receive the Teireh was something they began counting for. Zakti Gemara Vaita, the Pasik says, Vayash Ilum. Vayash Ilum, so the Gemara here will touch Vayash Ilum means, and they, the Mitzrayim lent the Eden, the Klikesev, and Klizav. But the meaning of this word Vayash Ilum means they were made to, to lend it to them. They were sort of forced to lend it to them. That's the title of this word. This, this word teaches us that this happened against their will. So now the Gemara gives two pshatim against whose will? Against whose will was this? Ikedamri, there are those that say, Balkarcham de Mitzrim. This was done against the will of the Mitzrim. 
The Mitzrayim weren't interested in lending Yidin anything. Vekid Amri and others say, Balkarcham the Yisrael. This was against the will of the Yidin. As we said, they didn't want to take anything. Mandam Balkarcham the Mitzrayim. Tichsev, the Pasik says, Vinovas Bayis, Techalek Shalol. So this Pasik is in Kapitel Samaches and Tillin, where it describes the Yidin leaving Mitzrayim there, the Kapitel there. So it uses when it talks about the beauty of the house or the things that the Yidin took out from the Mitzrayim and it describes it as Techalek Shalol. It was like Shalol. What's the word for Shalol in English? Loot, which is something that you take against the will of the person that you're taking it from. So Shalol over here is a description against the will of the Mitzrayim. Mandama Balkarcham di Yisrael. The opinion that says that it was against the Yidin's will, so the Gemara doesn't bring a pasuk for it, but it says just simple, Mishumasli. It's the, because the Yidin weren't interested in carrying the, the weight of all these things out of Mitzrayim. So this is an additional reason why the Yidin didn't want. Before the Gemara said that it was psychologically, the Yidin were preoccupied with wanting to get out of Mitzrayim. Now the Gemara adds another reason that Pashat practically, they weren't interested in schlepping all of these things out of Mitzrayim. The Pasuk continues and says, And they emptied out Mitzrayim. This teaches us that Yidin turned Mitzrayim into a Mitzuda. Mitzuda is a trap. A trap, to trap any of birds or whatever it is, where you place grain inside in order to attract the birds or whatever other animal it is into the trap. So the Yidin turned it into a trap, where there's no grain there, empty. But Eshlokish gave a different example. They turned it into a Metzula, which is the depth of the ocean. The, the fish are not there. The fish generally swim above or higher up in the ocean where there's more food available for them and not in the depth of the ocean. This is a, this is a famous Kemada which is brought in many times in Chesidus. It's also brought in Aisyud of Basilegani, which we're learning this year. And there he explains why does the Gemara give these two different examples? What's the significance of these two examples? It's the same idea, that they basically emptied out Mitzrayim. So he explains there that it refers, of course, when the Yidin emptied out Mitzrayim, it wasn't Stam that they took out all of their possessions. The objective of all of this was to take out the Nitzaitzis of, of Mitzrayim. As it says, that eight of Rav, all of them, 202 of the 288 Nitzaitzis that we have to refine in this world were taken out of Mitzrayim. So the two descriptions that it says here in the Pasik are two different levels of Nitzaitzis that relate to Almadis Kasya and Almadis Galya. The Dogon in the trap refers to a world which is above Gra, which is, ab- which is on the open, exposed earth, which is a uh, marshal for Almadis Galya. The Mitzula Shein Badogon, which is the, 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 the sea and the ocean, that's covered, that's a marshal for Almadis Kasya, a deeper level of Nitzaitzis that relates to a higher, re- the hidden world of Almadis Kasya. Right, which is I have been with you along uh, the, this Shibu, this time here in Mitzrayim, when you were subjugated by Padai, and I'll be along with you, there with you, at, and other times when you will be under the rulership of other kingdoms. So Amalafanov, Moshe Rabbeinu responds to the Abishter, Master of the Universe, It's enough with the Tzara that they're dealing now in Mitzrayim. Amalayakadish Baruchu, the Abishter agreed to Moshe Rabbeinu. And he said, 
Ekesh Lachani Aleichem. So he, he used only one time Ekesh, referring to the Abish to be with them here now in Mitznayim. A similar thing where you find a double Lashen, although it's a totally different Indian. We had this actually before in the Gemara already. The Gemara touches the double Lashen. Aneini Hashem Aneini. Answer me the Abishter, and it says again, Aneini, this is by Leo on Hara Carmel, when he brought the carbon on Hara Carmel with the Nevi'i Abal, he says a double Lashen. Omer Why did Elio Anovi say Aneini twice? Melamed Sha'omer Elio of Nekhadesh Baruchu. This teaches us that Elio Anovi was asking the Abishter for two different things. Rebbeinu Shalayla. Aneini, the first thing answer me, Shetayed Eishman Hashemayim, Vetoichel Kolashar Alamazbeach. The fire should come down from heaven and consume the carbon that's on the Mizbeach. Ve'aneini, the second thing, answer me, she'tasiyach daitam, divert that, the attention of Yidin, that they shouldn't have the mind to come and argue, ah, this fire is kishif, and it's not a sign from heaven. We just said this. Huh? Yeah, we had this earlier in the Gemara, we did, correct. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, va'ato hasiboisa esliba machiranes, and you have turned the Yidin's heart away, which means that Abishah fulfilled uh, what, what uh, Elio asked for, that Abishah diverted their attention and they accepted what happened as something that came from the Abishah and they didn't look at it as my Shofim. <coughs> okay, so we begin a new Mishnah. So, so the first Mishnah, of course, we learned the Allah of Krishna Shal Arvis. Second mission we'll discuss the Zman of Kriyashma Shal Shachris. When, when could you begin saying Kriyashma Shal Shachris? And until when could you say Kriyashma Shal Shachris? From when could you begin saying Kriyashma Shal Shachris? And for the Mishnah, When you could recognize the difference between these two colors of Tcheles, which is blue, or it's, it's, it's the, the, the color of the sky, that, that, that color of blue, Lulavam. And white, the color white. It's light enough to tell the difference. When you can tell the difference between Tcheles, sky blue, Lekarsi, which is green. Karsi is leek. Leek green. That, so these two colors. Until when could you say? You could say Kriyashma until Netzachama, until when the sun comes up. That's the first opinion. Which is a pretty short period of time. Mishayakir, actually Mishayakir until Nets is probably about an hour. I believe, if I'm not making a mistake, now Mishayakir is about 6.20 and Nets is about 7.20. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, Ad shalosh shois. You can say Kriyashma until three hours into the day. Shekain derech molochim lamed shois. Because the kings wake up later on until three hours in the day, so therefore it could still be counted as the time of Bekumecha. So you can say Kriyashma as, as we paskin, of course, according to Rabbi Shua, that Saifsman Kriyashma is until three hours into the day. There are two opinions about the Pshad of Shalashois. If anyone remembers, we did have before in Arashi, I think it was Gimel Amad Beis, Rashi says Shalashois means until the beginning of the third hour. But in the Psaktin Lalach and Rambam Shachanorach, Shalashois means until the end of the third hour of the day. That was the two Mishmaris, what was that? Right, correct, very good, someone remembers. If you read Kriyashma later in this time, Loi Hifsid. Loi Hifsid, there's nothing that you have lost out. It's like a person that's reading any Pasuk and Taira. <coughs> Let me just mention a very interesting thing. When you get to the Pshar of the Sinian, that the Saifsman Kriyashma is only until Shal Shah is so there's a famous question that... Um, 
the Achreinim ask on this, starting from the earlier Achreinim, the Kesef Mishnah and others, the Lechem Mishnah, that talk about this. What's the difference between Kriyash Mashal Aves and Kriyash Mashal Shachris? Kriyash Mashal Aves, it says, B'Shach Pochah, this man is the entire night. Kriyash Mashal Shachris, it says, B'Kumecha, and B'Kumecha only means until three hours in the day when people are waking up, and not B'Kumecha, the time that people are awake the entire day. They don't want you to sleep in. They don't want you to... Chazal, <laughs> we're, we're, we're smart. No, but B'Kumecha is a verb. Okay, so that's one of the tirutsim. B'shach b'cha means when you are lying down, which refers to the time that you're lying down the entire night. B'kumecha means when you're waking up. That's one of the pshatim. But there is another pshat that it says. I don't remember now, I'm not 100% sure who's the, who's the one that says it, but it's from the earlier achreinim that say this. That the emes, just like the mitzvah of Kriyashma shal arvis, is the entire night, min atayre Kriyashma shal shachris is the entire day when you people are awake. And the whole zman that it's only atshalah shoyes by yom is midrabbanon, only midrabbanon. I wait one more second. Let me finish off. I the mission over here says that. I the mission says that when you read later on, it's only kaladam akayda batayda, and you're not yaitzah the mitzvah. Minatayda you could read the entire day. So the answer is similar to what we had before already, this concept. Just like when it's Chal and Shabbos, past this time, and they said, past this time, you're not yet to the mitzvah, even Minatayda. Minatayda, though, that would have been the mitzvah. We had this chat before regarding At Chatzais that Chachamim said. That according to Rabbeinu Yaina, At Chatzais that Chachamim said, even though it's Xerim and the Rabbanon, but they were Eike the mitzvah past Chatzais. So similarly over here, why the way? Good exactly. question. Because maybe the answer is like Alta said before. Okay, when we get invited to the Gemara, Zak the Gemara, my Ben Chelas the Lavan. What's the pshat in the Mishnah when it said that a person should be able to tell the difference between the the the, the Kol Chelas and Lavan? Ilaim, are you going to say the pshat is Ben Gvava the Amra Chivra? A fleece of uh, white wool, legvava da amret chilta, and a fleece of uh, blue wool. You to see the difference between them. In fact, the Gemara habaleliyanami made the yadi. To see the difference between these two colors, even during the night, you can tell this difference. So what? So this can't be referring to a time when it gets light outside. Ella rather bentchelis shabbat lelov and shabbat. You have one fleece of wool which has been dyed blue. But it wasn't fully, the color didn't fully get into every part of it, and there's some parts that are still white. So when you can see within that fleece of wool the difference between the blue and white that's in it, that's the time which it's getting light enough to say, Kriyashma. Tanya, now the Gemara brings other opinions. Tanya, Rabnei, Reimi, Mishayake, Ben Zev, Lekelev. It's when it's light enough and you can see the difference between a wolf and a dog. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Ben Chamoir When you can see the difference between a donkey and an aroid, which is a wild donkey. Others say, When your friend is coming towards you and he's in a distance of four ames, and you recognize him in that distance, which is the actual shear that's brought in Shulchan Aruch. This is, this is the, the shear that's brought. Yeah. Omar Avuna Alocha Kacherim, as the Gemara says, the Halacha we paskin like a Kacherim. Omar Abaya, now Abaya says, Litfilin. This is the shear for putting on Tfilin in the morning. Kacherim, like the opinion of a Kacherim, where you could tell your friend from a distance of four Amas. Okay, maybe that's why that shear is said, okay. 
Lekriyashma kivasikin. But however, to say Kriyashma, you should say Kriyashma like Vasikin. Vasikin means, as Rashi says, Anoshim, Anovim, Umechavavim Mitzvah. Humble people that cherish a mitzvah and do the mitzvah in its right time, which the Gemara will now say is Netzachama. To say Kriyashma right before Netz. They would say Kriyashma right before Netzachama. Tanya Namiyachi, we learned in Abrai says, well, they would finish saying Kriyashma right by the time of Netzachama, and the reason was, so then right after that they say the Brach of Gol Yisrael, and they begin immediately and they start davening right at Netzachama when the day begins. What's the source for this? I fear you, Hashem, im Shemesh. As when the sun comes up, and also in front of the moon, in uh, all the generations. But the Gemara here is darshaning only the first part of the pasuk. That saying Kriyashma is when the when the sun comes up. Rabbi Yosi testified in the name of the holy congregation in Yerushalayim. Anybody that says Gal Yisrael and does not make an interruption and immediately begins davening Shmeinesra, will not be harmed the entire day. So Rabbi Zayda asked him this, Aini, or it's not. This is not true, or or Aini. There's different ways that I read this. Aini, is this true? I've done this. I've said it together, like we all do, and Vitziki, and I was harmed during the day. So he responded to him and said, What is the harm that you experienced during the day? The Antius Asa Lebe Malka, that you had to take of your time to deliver an Asa, which is a myrtle branch, some kind of a gift to the king. So Rabzaida was part of some kind of a um, group of. Uh, yeah, but whatever. He came with the people to come and deliver to the king this Asa, and he was he, he had to take out of his time to do this. And that was the Hezek. That was the harm that he had during the day. So he says to him, Hasam nami mi agra. You have to give a schar. You have to do something. To be able to see a king. In other words, to come and see a king, as the Gemara will explain now. Even to see a Goyesh, a king, is a great thing. So the fact that you had to be matriach and take out of your time to deliver this, this myrtle branch to the king, this hodas to the king, is not, that's not a hezek. person should always make an effort to run towards to see a Yiddish king. And this is not only to make an effort to run towards a Yiddish king, even to run to see a Goyesha king as well. In Yiska, the reason is, because if you'll be Zeiche, which means you'll be Zeiche la'asad lavai, to see the Jewish kings again, yafchen me'malki Yisrael and Yakum. You will then see the difference between a Goyesha king and the greatness of a Yiddisha king. So there's an Indian to go and see even a Goyesha king. So therefore that's not a hezek that you had to go and do this. Amalei Rabbi Allah said to Ula the following, Ki ailes lahasam. When you go there, referring to when you go to Eretz Yisrael, Shol Bruna Achi, go ask for the the peace of my brother of Bruna. Go and give regards to my brother of Bruna, the in the presence of the entire group that he's in with. The Adam Godlu, Bruna, my brother, is a great man. 
the Samach B'mitzvah, and he has a great joy in doing mitzvahs. And he gave him a description of his joy for mitzvahs. Zimna Chada. There was one time, Samach Gulul that he said, Gal Yisrael, together with the beginning, right before Shemayin Esra, Pasik Chucha Kula Yayma. And he didn't, he didn't stop from smiling or laughing the entire day. That was his excitement of a mitzvah. Um, so there's something, there's a deeper meaning to this. Huh? Needs more, uh, why, why, why? This, uh, one time he did this? No, Taisa says. Uh, uh, the Taisa yeah. over here says that, it's, that he did it, no, uh, even of a Sikin. He didn't, oh, he didn't do it Stam like we get. Yeah. He was Saimech of a Sikin. Exactly at that moment of Natsachama. Yeah. In those days it was very hard to tell, no? Huh? When, when the time of Natsachama is? This is a sugya that we had before right in the Gemara. How could a person say Gal Yisrael right before davening, beginning Shemayin Esra? When you daven Shemayin Esra, there's a pasuk you add before and there's a pasuk that you add afterwards, so you make an interruption. We're going to have to say that this, this statement of Rabbi Yechenin to add that Pasik refers only to Maidiv. You only say Hashem Swasay Tiftoch by Maidiv. He clearly said that being Saimach Gulul at applies to Maidiv as well, not only in the morning. You add yil, uh, the Hashem Swasay Tiftach only by Mincha. But for Shachris and Mairev, you can't because you have to be Saimach Golo Tfilah. Ravashi Omar, and this is the answer we had already earlier in the Gemara, no. You could add Hashem Swasay Tiftach by Shachris, Mincha, and Mairev. But we keep in the Kavua Rabbanon, but once Rabbanon established to say this before davening, Shmainasre, Ketfilah Richter Damia. It's like one long tefillah, it's the beginning of the Shemayinesra, it's not an interruption. The Yilei Gemara brings a proof for this, the Yilei Teimahachi, if you're not going to answer this way, Arvis, when it comes to Mairev, Heichi Matzi Samech, how could you be Samech Gulalit Tefillah? V'habayi Lameim Ashkiveinu. There's a second bracha that Chachamavu Mesakin to say, after Gal Yisrael, the bracha of Ashkiveinu. Ella over there, the answer is, Kivin the Tkina Rabbanan Ashkiveinu, since Chachamim were Mesakim to say the Bracha Ashkiveinu, Kigula Arichtadam. The theme of the Bracha Ashkiveinu is a continuation of the Indian of Gula. So over here as well, Kivin the Kavur Rabbanan Betfila, since Chachamim established to say Hashem Swase Tiftach as an opening to Shmein Esre, Ketfila Arichtadam, it's part of the, 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 the Tfila of Shmein Esre, and therefore it's not an interruption. Let us see. There was a pasuk that we say at the conclusion of Shemayin Esra. Which of course means that Hashem should listen to the words that we just davened. This is a bracha that sort of fits in at the end. After you finish davening, you ask Hashem to listen to, your shmei, to what you daven in Shemayin Esra. But it's also a pasuk that's mashma that could be used as an opening. Davening and asking Hashem to listen to what we are about to daven. The beina um, again, mashma lebesayif, umashma meikare. The beina lemeima, and it's also a pasuk that can be used in the beginning before we're about to daven. My time at the knura banon laachay yutches brachas. Why bochachamim asakin to say this at the end of Shmai Nesra? Lemir meikare. Let it be said in the beginning of Shmai Nesra before you daven. You should ask the Eibush that he should listen to what you're going to daven. 
So the answer is, So we're doing similar to what David did, David HaMelech did. The Pasuk Yilorotz in Imrefi also does not come at the beginning of Tillin. It, it comes after Yudches Kapitlach of Tillin. So we also say it after the 18 brachas of Shemayin Esra. So to say it after the brachas of This is after 18 kapitlach. The pasuk Yilaratzen comes at the end of kapitel Yutes, not after kapitel Yudches. Really, the two first kapitlach of Tilim of Ashrei Ish and Lama Rakshugayim are really one kapitel. And the Gemara brings a proof for this. We can see this based on what Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi. Kuf Gimel Parshis Omad David. David Amelech said 103 parshas of Tilim. And he never used the, the, the term of Halaluka to praise Hashem. Until he saw the downfall of the Rishayim. Shanemar and the Pasik says. And in Tilim. This is capital Kuf Dalid. The sinners are removed from the land and there's no more Rishayim. Barchi Hashem So here he uses the term Halaluka. So again, the same question is Hani Kuf Gimel. This capital is at the end of Kuf Gimel. It's not Kuf Dalid Havyan. It's after the conclusion of, of, of Kuf Dalid. So what you see from this is Ashrei Ish these two kapitlach <coughs> are, are one, one kapitel, so therefore it's really um, it's really kapitel of Gimel. The Amr of Shmuel ben Achmeni, Amr of Yechenen, Shmuel ben Achmeni said in the name of Rabbi Yechenen and Dafyud, called Parsha, Shaisa Chaviva al David, the Parsha, or any Parsha which David Amelech had a special law for, Pasach Bob Ashrei, he began with Ashrei, Visim Bob Ashrei, and he also concluded with Ashrei. And this refers to the first two kapitlach of Telem. Pasach ba'ashrei, it begins with ashrei, dechsev ashrei ish. V'siyem ba'ashrei, and it concluded with ashrei, dechsev ashrei kalchoy Because it says in the end of capital Beis, which according to what we're saying now is the conclusion of capital Aleph, it says ashrei kalchoy So we see that these two kapitlach are one capital. So there's a very long sikh of the Rebbe also, and this Sinyin over here, and Chelek Yud Pasha's tale, this is a very gishmak sikh of the Rebbe and the Sinyin. I'll just say one very gishmak of art that the Rebbe there says, that based on this Gemara, you could see a remes to Arminic to say a capital tilim every year according to the, the age of the person. Right? The minig that's brought in Friedrich Rebbe's letters. So the Rebbe says, if you look at the end of capital Ayim Beis and Tilim, it says, Kolu Tfilis David Ben Yishai. This, this concludes the Tfilis of David Ben Yishai. According to what the Gemara says there, that's really the conclusion of capital Ayin Aleph. And David Amalek lived for 70 years. So that was the capital that he was saying when he was, when he was 70 years old. And Kolu Tfilis David Ben Yishai. Is this put down anywhere else, this minig? No, not, so that, not as far as I know. The source is the Friedrich Rebbe, and I believe it. The Friedrich Rebbe says that this was a minig of either the Baal Shemtiv or the Alter Rebbe. He brings it from the previous, ha? Baal Shemtiv, ha? The Baal Shemtiv, yeah. But the Rebbe here, according to the Gemara, says the Gishmak uh, source of this. In the Sikha there, there's a whole arichis about if the Gemara here is saying that it's really one capital, so why in our Tilim does it appear as two capital? Why don't we change it and make it one capital? So the Rebbe explains the whole arichis. Bizman Abayis, Bizman Shabbos and Migdash Kayim, it's one capital, but Bizman Agol is supposed to be two capital. Chagan Sarich is a very good shmak of Sikha. Okay.
a person's eyesight, you mean? Yeah, how do you just say Mishiyake? You judge how when you'll be able to recognize something. But every night, it's very different. Not talking about weather or clouds. But the moon, the cycle of the moon is going to make things different. Brighter and darker nights. It's not the moon. Which nights are we talking about? We're talking about the end of the month. Okay. If the moon, if the moon. If the moon, if the moon. Apparently, the apps have an issue with that. If the moon affects the vision at that time of the day, then you have a point. Does it affect the vision at that time of the day? Just after the people, I'm hoping the people on the chat will end up coming.